to another episode of the Well-Fed Podcast. Today, we are talking about a question I get a lot when it comes to food freedom, which is, will this help me lose weight? I get that question all the time. I want to unpack that here really because I feel like there's a lot to be said about this. I have this kind of conversation with clients and members of the Well-Fed Academy, and so I think it's really important to understand. So I first want to talk to you about what even is food freedom? You might have heard this term before, um, and it's really popular within the anti-diet body positivity movement. So I want to break it down for you just so you have a, a good basic understanding of what we're even talking about when we say the words food freedom. So food freedom essentially removes diets and restriction, hyper-structured rules, obsession, and feelings of guilt around eating, which allows you to experience a more balanced life and a healthy relationship with food. This also transcends into your relationship with your body, and it helps cultivate um, more body positivity and body acceptance. So really cool thing we're talking about here, right? Um, This is something that I work with, you know, in my job. I help clients achieve this. This is part of my mission. So I get fired up about talking about food freedom because it is such a beautiful thing. The liberation that is experienced from making your own dietary decisions and eating what you want without guilt and knowing how to properly fuel your body without falling into the perfection obsession is powerful. This is so powerful. And I truly want every human on this planet to be able to experience this and operate from a place of food freedom, right? But here's what I really want you to know, okay? Your health journey and your goals and your freedom can look however you want it to however you want it to. What we have to remember here is as we are pursuing food freedom, that can look, you know, a certain type of way for you and and different for you than it does somebody else. The biggest thing to know about health in general is that it's very relative, very relative, very subjective, meaning eyes in your own lane, right? You cannot compare yourself, your health, your choices to anyone else's because You have got a very unique body and a very unique makeup that is unlike anyone else's on this planet, okay? So two things here. One, that means that you are the person that should be in charge of it. You should be the CEO of your body, right? And make those decisions for yourself rather than following a diet or or looking to an external source to tell you how to make those decisions, okay? So that's number one. Number two, your decisions are going to look different from another person's decisions. And that's how it's supposed to be. Everyone has uh, their own unique lifestyle and makeup and you need different things. This um, can be kind of coined with the term bio-individuality, which simply means exactly what we are talking about. Okay. So take ownership of that. Embrace the fact that you call the shots here. You're in a place of empowerment because you get to Uh, choose how to best take care of your body based on your body's individual needs and wants, okay? So as you ponder this idea of food freedom and what that might mean, what that might look like, or maybe you are in this food freedom journey, like you are deep into it and this is something you're actively pursuing, or maybe you are in a place where you do experience food freedom and you have been able to achieve that, amazing, 
amazing. But no matter where you are with this, there are some things I want to remind you of um, and encourage you in when we're talking about food freedom and and kind of this anti-diet movement and detaching ourselves from diet culture, okay? The first one is this idea, um, you know, to live a full life, good food is a must, right? It's got to taste good. Exactly. It's got to taste good. And it's also, it also has to do good for your body, um, not just your physical body, but just mentally, emotionally. It's got to serve you well. It's got to fuel your body well um, in every sense of the word, right? Food is your sustenance, yes, but, but, big but, it also has other purposes and it serves you in other ways. And when we are too attached to diets, sometimes we miss out on that. Okay. I've got another episode, another podcast episode that goes deeper into the multiple purposes of food. So I highly recommend you check that out. Number two, the second one, the energy from food allows your body to function efficiently. Okay. So depriving yourself of that energy can be really destructive. Think about all of the things in your life that you love to do, right? You've got to have high quality, quality fuel in order to achieve those things and do those things. So um, remember that as well. Um, You need a variety of foods. You need to just embrace it. Um, That's part of food freedom. Number three, your beauty and your self-confidence isn't contingent on what other people think. And it's not contingent on the food that you eat. Okay. We want to find these things within ourselves and we want to embrace them. So that's one really cool thing that comes from food freedom is uh, you start to really dive into your relationship with yourself and it helps build appreciation and acceptance of yourself. You're able to really cultivate that self-respect, more trust with your body, and it turns into this really beautiful thing, this really um, beautiful relationship. So that is uh, one really, really awesome thing about food freedom. Number four, remember food isn't the enemy. Welcome it. Welcome it. It is not the enemy. It's not something we have to fight against. Just like our body is not something we should be fighting against, right? And then number five, food has multiple purposes, like we mentioned. Okay, so it gets its own bullet point as well because uh, it's that important, right? Think of birthday cake. I used this example in that podcast episode that I was referring to earlier. Um, Think about birthday cake. The only reason, for the most part, that we eat birthday cake is to celebrate somebody, right? That's the whole purpose of birthday cake. And it's a wonderful and meaningful and important purpose of that particular food, right? So food can be used to celebrate. And that is a wonderful, amazing thing. Okay, so now that you've got more of an understanding of food freedom, kind of what that entails, what that might look like, let's go back and dive into this question. So the question that we are talking about is, will food freedom help me lose weight? This is a more complicated answer than what you might think. So in order to unpack it all, we're going to take it kind of step by step. And I'm going to talk to you about four main points that we have to consider when we are answering this question. So the very first thing that we want to remember and we want to acknowledge is that weight loss is not the goal with food freedom. It is not the objective when pursuing food freedom, right? And when we are having our sights set on food freedom, what we're doing is we are trying to heal our relationship with food and we're also trying to heal our relationship with our body. And so that looks... Uh, very different than pursuing weight loss. And so we have to acknowledge the fact that weight loss 
cannot be the goal when pursuing food freedom. The motive and the meaning behind each of these things typically contradict one another, okay? Um, But I do want to reassure you, making peace with food is far healthier and more beneficial than pursuing weight loss, okay? And I'm going to explain why um, here in a minute. But the first thing that we have to remember is that when pursuing food freedom, weight loss cannot be the goal, okay? It's hard to pursue and cultivate a healthy relationship with food while also trying to lose weight. Um, Because losing weight is typically rooted in dissatisfaction with your physical body, right? So when we are losing weight, our, our motives are going to be an effort to change a number, right? We are too attached to the outcome when we are talking about losing weight, okay? When we're talking about food freedom, we have to attach ourselves to the process. We have to attach ourselves to what is required of us in our day-to-day, what's going to allow us to thrive, and we take it one step at a time. So two very different uh, two very different viewpoints and mindsets when we're talking about each of these, okay? Number two is uh, detaching success from weight loss. That's what we have to what we have to do. That's what food freedom requires of us. Um, so how do you do this? How do you detach your, your success from weight loss? Part of that goes back to this idea of we cannot focus on a number as the end goal. We have to learn to appreciate what our bodies can do. We have to learn to really invest in our day-to-day. We have to learn to invest in the journey that we're on rather than doing whatever it takes to reach one end goal. Okay, so the benefits of this is sustainability. That is going to be one of the best ways to ensure that Whatever you're doing is sustainable and it is lifelong because you're not attaching yourself to that outcome. You are not pursuing a certain weight and then checking it off and thinking in your head, I'm good to go. You are truly investing in the behavioral and lifestyle changes that have to be made um, and mindset changes. You're focusing more on how do I shift my perspective? How do I um, view this differently and in a way that's going to allow me to thrive? So again, two different mindsets, two different perspectives, and we have to make sure that as we are pursuing food freedom, we detach ourselves from weight loss. We don't put our worth and our success in a number on the scale, all right? And then the third point in answering this question is we have to make sure we fully know what food freedom is. With food freedom comes freedom from the scale and freedom from being burdened by our weight and feeling ashamed of our physical bodies and the weight that we are. Um, It's a complete mindset and perspective shift. And in doing this, you have to pull away from weighing yourself. You have to detach yourself from your weight. We have to make sure that all of our efforts uh, are, are coming from a place of appreciation, a place of acceptance, a place of respect for ourselves, and not a place of criticism and hate and not motivated by 
wanting to be thinner or, or lower that number on the scale. So that makes the biggest difference. Your mindset is going to be the most important part in your pursuit of food freedom. Uh, essentially, that's everything that food freedom is. It's much, much less about the food and all the more about your mindset. So we have to fully understand what food freedom is, what that requires of us, and and the necessary shifts and changes that are going to have to be made. A lot of those, uh, all of those actually, are going to be apart from, from your weight. And then the fourth thing, the fourth point that we have to make sure we consider when when answering this question is that food freedom is going to be much, much better for you than weight loss, Okay. Maybe you'll lose some weight. Maybe you'll gain some weight. Maybe your weight won't change a bit. I don't know. I don't know because that's not the objective. That's not what we're going to be focusing on. We're actually going to completely change the way that you are thinking, right? Because here's what you will lose when you find food freedom, okay? You may or may not lose weight, but you will lose stress and anxiety about food and your food choices, You will lose the need to micromanage your calories, weigh your food, track on MyFitnessPal. You will lose the need to do that. You will lose dissatisfaction in your body. You will lose self-criticism. You will lose self-hate. You will lose insecurity, okay? You will lose social isolation, okay? You will lose that. You will lose wasted time obsessing over food. Because that has no place in food freedom, right? You're going to lose guilt and shame around eating because you are going to find confidence and excitement and happiness in your food choices. You are going to lose the desire to pursue unrealistic body standards because you know that your body is good enough as it is and you have the privilege of taking care of it and serving it well. So you will lose a lot when you start to pursue food freedom, but the beauty and the fulfillment and the freedom and the liberation found in this experience, it trumps everything. It trumps everything. It is one of the best shifts that we can make. Um, It's not always easy, right? Food freedom can take a really long time uh, depending depending on where you're at. And it's important to understand that it might take a little bit longer than what you think it will. It's a mindset shift. And a lot of times the inside work, uh, the, the mindset work, that can take a long time, right? It takes consistency and persistency. It takes self-compassion and kindness. It takes patience and giving yourself some grace. Um, and you have to pay attention to your body and to yourself. Um, you know, it's, it's important to really uh, be flexible with this approach, okay? And it's okay if it's hard, right? We're human. We're not perfect. But at the same time, life's not perfect. And so we shouldn't put that expectation on ourselves either because it, uh, it's not realistic. It's not attainable, right? Um, so with, with all of this being said, I want to leave you with some, some pointers, some practical things that you can start doing so that you can start focusing less on weight loss and more on food freedom and more on healing your relationship with food and body so that you can genuinely thrive so that you have the mental and physical energy to focus on other things, much more important things. Okay. So, uh, number one, tip number one, get excited and get 
inspired. Get inside, get excited about the journey you're embarking on, what you're about to do. Um, get inspired by other people who have been on this journey as well, or who are currently trying to pursue the same things you are. Um, there's also so many resources out there for you um, about anti-diet culture, intuitive eating, um, body kindness, healthy at every size, body respect. There are so many resources about these topics, whether you fo- you're following someone on um, Instagram. And when I say someone, I mean a professional. You're following a professional uh, anti-diet dietitian. You're following a professional anti-diet health coach or body image coach, or you're following a professional mindfulness coach, someone uh, that is well-versed and well-trained in this area, okay? Very different than an influencer, right? So really educate yourself and get get excited. Get really um, excited about the the reward that's coming from this and the great things that you're going to be experiencing. Okay, so that's number one. Uh, Number two, understand your current behaviors and your current thought patterns. So the best way to overcome and work through anything is to first acknowledge what you're overcoming and what you're working through, right? It only makes sense. So a lot of your behaviors and your thoughts, you may or may not be able to pinpoint right off the bat where they've come from, why you have internalized these or adopted these, why you abide by these. And so it is so important to take the time and sit down and think about, you know, what are the food rules that I have? What restrictions are am I placing on myself? What diet trends am I following or diet behaviors have I uh, adopted? You know, why... Why is my thought process like this? Where does that come from? Have I been influenced by media or society? Or have I been influenced by past experiences or something from my childhood? Have I been influenced by peers or parents? What has caused me to think this way? What has shaped the way that I do or don't take care of my body? What shaped the way that I eat? And really get down to to identifying what the root of all of this is because it opens your eyes to so much and it better enables you to overcome it and work through it, okay? The third thing that uh, you can start doing is honoring your emotional and physical hunger, okay? So again, multiple purposes of food. This comes up again and again. Your body is designed to need food for multiple reasons. Yes, the primary purpose of food is uh, for our sustenance, right? And to give us life, to give us the energy needed to function properly. But your body also gives you other hunger cues that could um, indicate it needs to be served emotionally or, you know, mentally, maybe even spiritually. And it's important to acknowledge those things. So um, consider which foods you have a challenging relationship with, you know, consider what happens when you allow yourself permission to eat them and you abide by those hunger cues. Um, take note of your body's hunger cues. It goes far beyond your stomach just growling, right? So um, honor your cravings and kind of dig deep to understand, okay, why am I even craving this in the first place? You know, have I eaten enough today? You know, am I restricting anything? Just find peace in what your body's trying to tell you and the cues that it's trying to, to give you, okay? And then the fourth thing that you can do in working towards food freedom is work on accepting yourself as you are in this stage of life. Uh, It is a beautiful place to be. It's where you're supposed to be right now. Um, And you don't have to 
fully love this season of life you're in. You don't have to fully love your physical body, but we've got to find a place where we can accept it, right? So that we can take care of it. Um, Accepting your body means that you are committing to taking care of it and recognizing its goodness no matter what. No matter what season of life you're in, no matter the state of your body, you are dedicated to respecting it, okay? You can do this through not weighing yourself, honoring your hunger and your cravings, being present with people and experiences. Uh, But what I want you to do is really work on acceptance um, rather than admiration and love. We just want to accept and appreciate. That's where we start. That's the baseline. Start with, I have a body, and then go from there, okay? So really work on that. There are um, a couple of quotes that I want to make sure you hear before I let you go because they are really juicy and really, really great. Um, These come from the book Body Respect by Linda Bacon. She also is the author of Healthy at Every Size. She is a registered dietitian and has got so many words of wisdom and, and so much value in what she teaches. It's incredible. If you have never read that book, I highly recommend it. I think it's 14 bucks on Amazon uh, and it's wonderful. It is absolutely wonderful. And so this is where uh, these quotes are coming from. And these are some of my favorite and they have to, they correlate with today's conversation. Okay. The first one, misinformation about weight is so embedded in our cultural landscape that we all absorb it and it becomes deeply ingrained in us. These ideas are so strongly and commonly held that most of us don't even recognize them as assumptions. We think that they are fact. Let that sink in for a second. Just let it sink in. And then the second one, the last quote that I will leave you with today, it says, diet failure is no more a sign of gluttony or lack of character than breathing deeply after exertion indicates lung failure or shivering in cold weather evinces weakness. Mm. She preaches. She preaches. It's so good. I highly recommend uh, checking her out, tr- finding um, the book Body Respect or and or Healthy at Every Size. All right. I hope this episode has given you some clarity on food freedom, helped answer the question about weight and weight loss, and caused you to think differently about the way that you are going to pursue your health in the future. I hope that it causes you to question a little bit your your motives and maybe even make the decision to go full force into finding food freedom. If you need help, if you need resources, if you need coaching, if you need accountability, that is my job. That is what I'm here for. I'm here to serve you. So never hesitate to send a DM, send an email, and let's chat.